Welcome back to Fossil and the Spawn, you sexy bitches. Welcome. <laughs> oh, we're already done. We're already <laughs> done. No, just <laughs> the dog stop. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Here she is. I'm so mm-hmm. sorry. I'm so <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Our little star, the Mummy of Tombs. I just wasn't expecting. Mom goes, okay, we're going to start the recording. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I see. Aw, <laughs> oh, she's a sexy bitch. You got the sexy bitch. Jesus, welcome back, guys. What a week it's been, huh? It has. It's yeah. been a month already. That's what's freaking me out. It's been a freaking month already. And I set goals. I make schedules. I have myself going for 2023. Okay. All right? Fucking show so, off. Yeah. Where are you? Where are you? Where I'm, are you? I'm sick. Okay. You That's are sick. where I am. Can you tell? I can tell. Why can you tell? You usually get those purple eyes. You can't hide it with the makeup, not from your mama. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will try my best, guys, not to cough during this episode, but, um, you know, you probably will hear a few mouth juices here and there, and I'm so sorry. And Our guest today is mucus. Yeah. It's just something we have to work through together, and, you know, you need to stand by me as I profusely sweat, and... Um, sound ill okay Mm -hmm. okay can me Mm -hmm. and you together audience (laughs) great we're gonna be nice to her maybe maybe because the topic today is one that emily and i like to box over Mm -hmm. yeah we're gonna talk about can money buy attractiveness happiness can it we're gonna discuss that yes to both yeah, I'd like to differ. Do you want to get just right into it? <coughs> if we're going to ask the question, can money buy happiness? I've, I'm going to get you right here, right here, right now. I'm okay. going to take it all down. Define happiness. Because happiness is an emotion that is fleeting. It is not meant to be a continuous thing. It is mm. supposed to be a moment in time. So can money make you happy? A little for a moment, but there comes a point where you need to be fulfilled. You need to enjoy more on a bigger level of being needed, wanted, doing what makes sense to you, that you, you know, being driven by something. So money will not maintain that. It will not sustain that feeling forever. So my answer is no. Mm. For a minute, yes, but not for long term. Okay, so here's my thing. Do I think that money can buy happiness? Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. <laughs> I would rather be sad and rich than sad and poor, okay? And I think that if people say that it doesn't matter, then maybe they've never been without money. Because not having money fucking sucks. That but that's sucks. how we get stronger. But that's how you get stronger and appreciate. Okay. People who are born into money do not appreciate the money that they have. Yes, I do think that's true. But I also think there's a difference between being like you can be born into like a middle class family and understand that like money isn't infinite 
but also not have to struggle and it be fine. And you still understand the concept of having to work hard for money. You're assuming that. But most people take it for granted. If you're not having to strive at all and earn what you get, then you do not appreciate it. You know that. It has been proven. You cannot, it, when you're given something, you may say for a second, it's like Christmas gifts. Most of the time you think of, you get something, you appreciate it in the moment, but two years from now, I'm going to say, Emily, what did I give you four years ago? You're not going to remember, but I damn well know that you remember buying your first phone because mm -hmm. you earned it. I know you damn well remember having to work three jobs to get to uh, have an opportunity in the Netherlands to go during your college years. You earned it. You were proud of it. It makes you stronger. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I enjoyed it. You know what I mean? Like, would I have, would I have rather had a sugar daddy that was like, here you go, baby girl, like, go sleep. You don't have to work those jobs. Yes, I would have been a lot happier. Only <laughs> if, only if you know, you, you have to have one experience to appreciate the opposite. Yeah. Here's, a, here's an example as, on an adult level. We know that as children, if you give your children everything automatically, it becomes, oh, here's an iPhone. That's not the color I wanted. That's not the model I want. Now you have a spoiled child. As an adult, when you are used to it, every adult who's ever gotten a raise very quickly you start spending that money, and now that's not enough. That's what happens. I mean, we say, yay, you feel in that moment, that moment of happiness, that money bought you a moment of happiness, but very quickly, you get used to that income, you're now spending more money, and now you think that you're, you're on to the next, which you should be on to growing, but it's never enough. It's like, what's the next thing? So instantly, if you're in your 20s and $60,000 sounds like a lot, and then all of a sudden you're in your 30s and 60,000 is what you're used to, now 80 sounds like a lot. Then when you're making 100,000, then it's like, well, I'm not a millionaire. So it's like gratitude comes into play here, appreciating what you have. And if you've never been without, it's very difficult. And I'm not gonna say you don't appreciate. I'm not saying that rich people don't appreciate. I'm saying it is more difficult to appreciate something if, you've, if you have always had it, you take it for granted. Without it, you, when you struggle to get something, you appreciate it when you have it. That's my point. I just also think that that sense of pride that you were talking about, about having to earn it, is like kind of fleeting though. Because like after I've earned it, like I've worked so hard, it's, it's taken me like what, three, four months, and then I have to spend the money on whatever it is. And it's like, okay, well, is this thing really worth all of the the hard work that I had to go through to get it. You but you learned I mean? you learned whether or not it was. So if you spend three years and in your let's say teens to twenties saying, I want a car, and you go out and you buy a car that you probably shouldn't have afforded instead of getting your piece of shit junker car to take care of. Now you have your Mustang convertible or whatever it is that you're looking for. I don't know what the hip happening things are or Lamborghini or whatever. What the a hell? Lambo? Yeah. Well, uh, a have Lambo? Well, have you and I not had conversations where you're telling me about people that you have seen that just get Lamborghinis, right? Do they not, right? Do they appreciate them? No. You're, you're talking no. about adults, though. I, well, yes, I am. Okay. But 18-year-olds, when they, they spend all this money on something bigger, and then if you have regret, that's a learning experience. 
No. I mean, but I disagree. Here's why you're wrong. Because, <laughs> because I could, going back to that one example, I could work four months, right? And then I pay for the trip, okay? And the trip was awesome, okay? It was great. Had a great time, whatever, like, is worth the experience to be with my friends. Like, because at the end of the day, like, a lot of happiness stems from, like, doing things with people. But if you don't have the money to do those things with people, like, it fucking sucks, okay? So it's like, but you spend, that should motivate you to do better. It so should you motivate spend you. The money, you spend the money to do the things with those people. And then you look back and you're like, okay, well, that took me four fucking months to save up for. It's not really worth it in the grand scheme of things, even though I had so much fun. It's not worth ruining my health. It's not worth having to right. grind that hard. I'm tired. Whereas if I had just had the money to do it in the first place, I would have been happy and healthy. You wouldn't have. You yes, I would that. have. Yes, I would have. <laughs> okay, you say that. You say that. You wouldn't appreciate it. It'd be like, meh, whatever. Meh, meh. Uh, yeah, I went to Cabo. Uh. Switzerland. I went skiing in Switzerland. Oh, I would have should have gone to the Bahamas. But I think I, mean, I think there's a balance. I think you're making a generalization. Like if you know, so, so we of this whole conversation is a generalization. I think if you know what it is to work hard, to have to do that super consistently, you burn out. And then like for me, like I start isolating because I'm like, okay, it's not worth spending this money, even though I know I'm gonna have a good time. Like I don't want to have to grind in order to like do that again. You realize you just took the conversation off of does money buy you happiness into what are your goals and what do you really want in life and learning lessons about how to achieve what you want. No, I didn't. <laughs> you did. It's still about money buying happiness. Okay. All right. That's, you know, it, it, unless you've been through having money, and not having money until you've had the balance of both. It's really hard to say how you're going to react. But I also think it's an issue with money management and parenting overall too, because like I know people who like my friends from back home who were pretty like upper middle class, but their parents instilled, um, you know, really great values in them. So they understand like how difficult it is to get that much money. And right. so even though they could be handed everything, they're not. And right. so they still realize when they're, when they're making a decision, like, oh, I really want to buy this $200 dress. They're like, okay, well that's a $200 dress. Like this is how much time it would take me to buy it, whatever, like if I work for it. So it's like, they're still competent enough to understand that even though they're not technically going through hardships, that their parents have been <coughs> good enough parents where um, that's not really an issue. Those are parents who have come from poverty or at least lower income families. Because the family that has all the money is not going to worry about a $200 dress. So they, that's what I'm saying about the balance of it. You have to experience one to appreciate the other side. If you always have money, you, you just don't know anything else. I mean, I've definitely seen that, you know, within my own personal life, like seeing people who come from money, seeing people who 
you know, have very high paying jobs where they're almost like out of touch with like mm -hmm. what reality actually is. And you can tell when like they're talking to someone who doesn't come from that space. <clears throat> it's like really awkward that they genuinely don't understand the concept of like having to do your own laundry, for example, <laughs> or like something like that. I but, have a story. If okay. you want me to, I, I, I'm probably going to get, he'll never hear it. But uh, a boss who was making very good money, he came into the office one morning during our uh, morning meeting and he said he was pissed because his kids left the lights on on the tennis court. <laughs> Bish what? I mean, I, I was flabbergasted that he said it that way. I, I tried to understand but I couldn't. I couldn't understand. I guess, I mean, it, is it really any different than getting angry because somebody left the hall light on all night? I mean, we can argue whether that's the same. It, it kind of is. But the idea of having tennis courts at your house and your kids left the lights on, the tennis courts. I'm sorry. That kind of made me go, what? <laughs> yeah. But again, I think like that's because we're looking at it from our perspective. And so we look right. at that. And Everyone like, does. And we're like, I don't have that. And so right. I'm judging you for being so out of touch to like what my current reality is, where like we seem very out of touch to like a homeless person, let's say. That's, that's human nature. But I'm sure that boss is pretty fucking happy. Do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> I happen to know a lot about that family. And that's why I will always stick to money does not buy you happiness. Okay. I will stick to that. It doesn't buy you a secure family. It doesn't buy you faith in or trust. It doesn't buy you closeness in your relationships. No, but I think it sure does fucking help. It does help if you have medical issues. <laughs> like having family vacations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of issues are solved by money and I hate that. It's That's true. It's that, so I won't argue sad. that. That's that's true. But a lot of issues can be solved by having money. That's true. And if you don't have that, it's just a lot more difficult. And so it's like, for me, it's not necessarily does money buy happiness, does money buy comfort? And the answer is yes. Yes, it does buy comfort. And you know I what makes me that. happy? Being comfortable. Okay. <laughs> but that's not how we grow. When we get too comfortable. I'm, I'm grown. Okay. <laughs> I'm done growing. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. I'm I in the grind set, but like, I'm tired. <laughs> well, that's, be you know why? Let You want to get into that? <laughs> I'll out you right here. That's Maybe. because you, have, you haven't yet started your new schedule. You are just trying to get into your new schedule of making you priority. Yeah. And when you give, I will give you three weeks. And if you actually do what you plan to do, you are going to feel better. I would like to say I am seven days in on my, just my exercise routines, my fitness plan. Cause my whole thing for 2023, I don't care what the number says on this. I mean, I do. It makes me cry. It says one at a time, please. When I step on my scalp, but it literally seven days, I already feel more energy. I already do. My, no. my head's clear. It feels great. 
You've so, done a really great well, job. You've um, I'm trying. Thank you. No, you've I'm been trying. sticking to it. You've told you told me every day once you do it, and even like because I want accountability, partner. I want somebody to go, hey, fatty, did you do it today? You stupid no, fat you fuck. Don't. No, you I don't. I do. See, I do. And I know she's fucking lying because she <laughs> literally before this podcast, she said, don't be mean to me on the podcast. OK, <laughs> she said, don't call me. Don't call me fat. And I was like, first of all, I would not fucking do that. OK, maybe your other uh, child would, but Both not me. Both of them did. Both of them Both did. Of them. We've already we've already talked about this, didn't we, on the pod, didn't we? Oh, yeah. and did we? Yeah, I'm getting conf- confirmation. We did. Yeah. Both boys went, you're fat. Nah. See, but your favorite child would never say that because i see you as more than your outer shell and i also think you're beautiful either way making appointment with the lawyer to change will okay (laughs) cool all right so i don't know where we landed on that i think neither one of us will actually change on how we feel about money and happiness we both have our views and anybody listening is also coming from everything that they've experienced and they have their own opinions on it i'm just saying um, would i rather be crying in a studio apartment or would i rather be crying in the penthouse sue me okay because you've never cried in a penthouse think about michael jackson died alone Mm-hmm. Billions of dollars died alone. Okay, but I don't I know about you. I'd rather be middle class the rest of my life. Okay, but here's the other happy. thing. I would like to think that, I mean, this this is another argument. If I did somehow acquire a shit ton of wealth, would I lose all of the people around me? I would hope not. But the problem is, is that when you do get very wealthy, a lot of people try to take advantage of you. So, which is why you tend to cut them off. But hopefully. I mean, like, obviously, I'd still have you. Like, where, where are you going? <laughs> are you planning on leaving me? I thought we were both going to grow here. <laughs> That's what, yeah. So what's up? Am I suddenly dying alone? All right. So let's move on then to <laughs> money buying attractiveness. Ooh, baby, this is my song. This, this is what's going to set you off, isn't it? Yes. Oh, this is a topic. We have fought over this one. Bap, mm-hmm. bap, bap. Do you want to start? No. Okay. <laughs> so if we look at celebrities when they first are on the come up to where they are like a couple years in, they always are more attractive a couple years in. Okay. And why is that? They start to get little work done. Their hair is better. They get a fitness trainer. Their clothes are better. You know, they have a makeup artist. They're just, they're hotter, okay? You know why? Because they can afford to be hotter. Okay, wait. All right, if I may. Mm-hmm. Or they're motivated. Like, no. We st- wait, Wrong. hold on. Hold, hold that thought. <laughs> Child. No. Oh. <laughs> hold that thought. You know I hate when you say no, that. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we started videoing. And I, I avoid a mirror in this house like Nosferatu. I do not like to look in the mirror. I do not want to see it. I know I'm getting older. I know how large I am. Although I do have reverse anorexia and think I'm skinny. Having this damn video in my face shows me. Now, what happened for 2023? We didn't have to go, but one video. And I went, bitch, you need to do something. Mm. So that was motivating to me. Because I got the gobble going and I see the lines. So that helps. And of course, you're going, wow, 
you haven't had a haircut in eight months. You really need to take care of those gray roots that are showing. I mean, that helps. So when you're a celebrity and now you got people who are going to judge you because they're looking at you all the time, you're damn right you're going to be motivated. Money, yeah. But I don't have money, and I'm certainly going to go get my hair done next week. <laughs> but you need and money in order exercise. to get your, your hair done. I don't need money to get my fat ass moving, though. No, but exactly. It only works if you're talking about weight or, like, changing your body composition, like, to a certain extent, okay? Like, you can go in the gym and you can work really, really hard and you can get a $10 Planet Fitness membership. Or do it at home. Or do it at home. And you can change your body, you know, weight or, you know, the the strength of your legs or the the tonality. Tonality? No, the tone of... (laughs) not the correct word <laughs> the, tone, the tone of like your muscles whatever but the tone the tonage <laughs> strong gams strong gams but you know you can't make your tits perkier you know what i mean like you can only do so many bench presses before you have to doctor miami you know what i mean i'm just okay. saying like for me personally if someone gave me like a little 10k stack your girl would have her hair done i get my lips done okay and i'm just saying i'd be harder okay money does make you more attractive what i hate about this conversation (laughs) is we have to take a step back to why do you not like how you look And what is it based on? Is it based on you have been so inundated with social media that now you think you need to look like all the other girls that are getting that sexual attention? And I happen to know, looking at your natal chart, that your Chiron, (laughs) which is is the healer, okay, your lesson for your entire life is in your first house of self. Mm -hmm. So I cannot fight this out of you. I cannot beat this out of you. You will always feel in this lifetime like they're, like you're not enough uh, physically, like you need to change something, be better, do better. Like I have in my third house of communication, which looking at the idea of ask yourself, why do you not like what you like? Now, I just answered why I know you don't like what you see in the mirror, but why aren't we accepting ourselves? Why would I want to try ha- try to have a Kim Kardashian butt if no, I no, am no, no. me? But let's, let's be clear. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. I am also cognizant enough to realize that there are certain things that are just not doable. They're not changeable. You shouldn't want to change them. You know what I mean? Like, I yes. don't feel like I'm unrealistic with the changes that I want made. You know what I mean? Because, like, also, you know, like, I do a lot of research on that kind of shit because, like, mm-hmm. when I was a teenager, I was wildin', okay, <laughs> with that kind of stuff. I was like, how much is it to get a BBL? What's the procedures? What's the mortality rate? You know I was like that, okay, because I, I was a little it cuckoo for my, Cocoa Puffs. Broke um, But, like, now I realize, like, first of all, I'm not ugly, okay? We know that, okay? I'm not, I'm not vomitous. However, there are certain things that I could do to get a leg up, you know? How do you take a six and make her a seven and a half, okay? And I'm just saying there's a couple things that I could do. One, Invisalign. That would be lit, okay? I'd like to make my teeth a little bit more straight. Now, when you talk about a 12-year-old getting Invisalign, there's not a problem. But suddenly Emily wants to pay for Invisalign and she doesn't accept herself. What's with that? 
No? Okay. Well, number two. Invisalign <laughs> is one of those things that can actually change the way you chew. I mean, if your teeth are crooked, depending where on where they're from? crooked. No, 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 no. It, it, you still have, I still, I'm sorry. Every morning I wake up and I see you and I go, look what I made. Mm. <laughs> but I would, of course, I would rather you say that you feel good about yourself. I mean, there is nothing wrong with you. It is but one I've, thing. I've said this in a I've said this in a podcast before where I was like, I like myself. I think I'm really cool. What I don't like is a few things about my outer shell that are very easily changeable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we've discussed this. Like I I don't think like a lot of people comment that I'm like super pale, right? I don't care. Well, you can't change that. I don't care. I'm not. You'd gonna, look ridiculous. I'm with not a tan. gonna sit there every Thursday and fucking loving tan my skin to death no no i'm gonna stay pale okay i'm gonna wednesday adams that shit i do not care i am staying pale okay but but these roots these roots that's fix, that's fixable that's fixable that's, that's fixable. fixable and it's not permanent that's <laughs> the thing it's not permanent you, you start know, dealing with little, i don't even little, understand a the little syringe right here I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 there are, there's one thing that I would do. Okay. One thing it, I'd go yeah, and I, I would know do, I would do it in the kitchen with a, with a, which a, with a serrated knife if I could get away with it and not bleed to death. I take my boobs off. So why, why do you not accept <laughs> your massive borbs? Okay. You were, you were born with these massive knockers I wasn't and you don't accept them. them? No, I wasn't born with them. And even when you lose weight, it's like tennis balls and socks. And then you have, it's disgusting. And, you, and it, it hinders you from doing anything. I was trying, just this, oh, oh, Darren, this video that I do for exercise. And he's like, we're going to jog in place. And I'm going, <laughs> right? Jumping up and down, holding my chest. Because there's no bra on the planet that could keep you in place and not blacken both your eyes, jumping up and down, jogging in place. It's awful. That's terrible. I'm just saying. And weight loss doesn't fix that. It gives, your skin is still there. It doesn't shrink. The skin does not shrink. It's disgusting. But, but you had these three beautiful children. I okay? did. See, you know that's what? why I'm not mad at my belly. And you know what? And you know what? Those knockers are a symbol of the stress that those three beautiful little bitties put on your body. And now so you want to the chop them off. Now you want to chop them off. So I rest my gray. case. Of course you want to chop them off. <laughs> of course you do. Okay? Mm -hmm. And that's why I want Dr. Miami on speed dial. Okay? And I'm just saying, okay. I'm not going to abuse it. I'm not going to abuse it. You know, like I don't, so I don't want to, I don't want to like look like that. You know what I mean? I just want a couple, like a little, like a little, like a little, you know, like mostly in this area because this is a little fucky. You know what I mean? When, when we had the masks, I was on cloud nine. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. My eyes are okay. It's the marionette lines. As soon yeah. as I make, as soon as I get relaxed, I'm not like, okay, I'm not like doing, nobody can see this. The people who are not watching the video, if I relax my face, I have serious bitchy resting face because I have marionette lines. It's like the um, droopy dog 
if you remember, oh God, I'm dating myself, but that those jowls that hang on the side, you have to smile because people think you're either mean or that was the hurtiest thing that ever happened was one of your friends in middle school, wasn't oh, it? Oh no, this elementary, was in school. elementary school. And they go, your mom looks mean. I'm like, ow, <laughs> I'm not mean. I find it so funny that you brought that up because I thought about that literally two days ago. And because she posted a picture with her mom, okay, the girl that said that, she posted a picture with her mom. Please tell me your mom looks mean. Her mom looks like she would actually kill me and put me in a freezer. <laughs> I was like, we're projecting, babe. You know what I mean? Maybe. Maybe. And look, I'm sure her mom is a lovely woman. I don't know. But yeah, you're going to swing at my mom like that? And then she was a little kid. And then you're bold enough to post a picture of your mom and she looks like that? <laughs> enough! All right, let's not shame each other's mom shaming. <laughs> no, okay? <laughs> I'm going to shame her mom. That's unacceptable. That was, that was my insecurity because I should have just laughed, but it really bothered me for a long time. It Do you did, remember we were like playing jump rope? And all of a sudden you she were. Like, your, mom your mom's meme. What? Yeah. Uh... Yikes. So mom and I really disagree on this, but um, I hope you all agree with me. Also, like, let's, let's just think about this, right? Clothing. When you find your style, you automatically are just more attractive because you're more confident and you're more comfortable and you're just killing it. You know what I mean? When you're wearing something that makes you feel good. Now, I don't know about y'all, my closet is filled with clothing that I don't really like or like resonate with anymore. Now I'm getting a little bit better. I've started buying like a few things that like I really like and you know, that I feel really comfortable wearing. But overall, like a lot of it is from like high school or like college, whatever. And I just don't like it anymore. But in order to replace those things, you have to have money. Okay, well, the secondhand market, I understand, is booming okay. right now. But maybe the secondhand market doesn't have drip. Okay, okay well, Did you, you got it. Think well, of that? No, no, it does. You just have to hit the areas that have more of a selection and you have to go frequently. But if I you don't have get, time. Okay. You know well, why? Because I'm working. <laughs> so I can sounds, make money. Sounds like a you problem. <laughs> It'll happen. It'll happen. But I'm just saying, like, and, and, you know, a lot of people, there's this whole, like, dupe culture right now. What's that? Have you guys seen the dupes? I don't know what dupes are. A dupe? Okay, so uh, essentially a dupe is, like, let's say there's something that's expensive, and then someone oh. finds a cheaper version of something of the thing that's expensive. The but fake, they, fake market. Yes, but people are calling them dupes. Oh, jeez. So they okay. used to be not cool, and now they're cool. It's mm -hmm. cool to have a dupe. Mm -hmm. So instead of buying like a $90 pair of Lululemons, you get the dupe for 20, 28. <laughs> and the thing is like, you can look good on a budget, you know, that's yeah. totally possible. But <coughs> even when you're on a budget, it still costs money to make that wardrobe, like regardless, you know? Yeah. It's funny because what you just said brought up a, something that irritates me and I have to figure out why this does. I really do. I have to dig deep and, and I do not have the answer to this. So we're all going to work through this with me right now, if you will. 
um, when you hear somebody that almost brags that what they're wearing was crap, you know, not the this old thing, but I'm talking about, oh, I got this for $2. I got this for 50 cents. Like, why are you bragging about that? Why? First of all, why are you telling me this? <laughs> Instead of saying, yeah, I really like the color. Thank you. It's like 50 cents. It's like, what are we doing? Are, are we fighting for poverty? What, what's going on here? I don't understand. I don't know if I agree with you. Because I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. I'm saying, why do I feel that way is what I'm asking. <laughs> well, so do you do you feel the same way when someone's like, oh, this is this was like three hundred dollars? Yes, I'm disgusted. I'm like, I don't need to know that. Yeah. You just like I feel good. I really feel good in this, isn't it? I love it. I love the material. I love the color. It's really comfortable. Thanks. But no, they have to instantly tell you the value of it. So it I can almost know right away where you are. Are you poverty conscious? Are you do you need do you need does your ego need to know that you spent a lot of money? Does that make you va more valuable because your clothes are more valuable? Or are you proud of yourself because you're just a cheap bastard? I don't know what the in-between is here. But I would, if I say that's an amazing shirt on you, you don't need to tell me how much you paid for it. Just say, thank yeah, you. I love the color. I agree with that. But I, I, think, I think the reason people do that, and I, I honestly, I always took it as a nicety when someone would say that to me. Because they were saying, like, oh, this is where I got it. They Like, if I'm like, oh, my God, girl, I would really like that crop top. She'd be like, Amazon, $5. Go get it. Okay, you know but what that's, I mean? that's telling you, sharing with you how to get it. They're not sharing with me how to get it. They just want me to know how much they paid for it. There's a very big difference between the two. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'll share my info. You're not, all you're sharing with me is what you just valued yourself in that garment. Yeah, I think there's a difference because most of the time when I've had that happen, they follow it up with like a Target $12. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm I would on respect it. that. Right. I'm, I'm I would fucking respect on that. It, you know what I mean? Do they come in extra large sizes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the real question. Yeah. Yeah, I think it depends. But I mean, you're a bitch if you're saying it's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> if you're like, oh yeah, a thousand. <laughs> well, that makes you Euro trash as we used to call it because real people with wealth don't tell you how much imagine, they make. Imagine just walking <laughs> down the street and they're like, oh, I really, I really like your shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's a thousand dollars. Right, well, that, you will never hear that because real wealthy people will not do that. Yeah, real like, wealthy Ooh. people don't ride in limousines unless they're doing a red carpet event. They take yeah. black sedans with blacked out windows. They want to hide. They don't want to shove don't, their... Don't give the people all the info, girl. <laughs> now they're going to be looking out for black cars. Well, they do anyway. They do yeah. anyway. If you're a stalker, you know what's up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't want to get it misconstrued. Like, I, I completely understand that most millionaires be rock, rocking, like, New Balances and, like, cargo shorts. Like, I, I know that. I know that. But I'm just saying, for me personally, if I had some money and I could, like, travel and, like, not have to worry about things, like, that would bring me a lot of happiness, Okay, and I know, I understand what you're saying, Fossil, that, you know, you want to work for it, that that's what, like, gives you pride, that that's what makes you feel good. But you know what, after a while, it's like, can a girl just catch a break? My brain just went somewhere else when you said that, <laughs> and that would be to goals, what, what do you want? What is it you, and you can, you can have what you want, you just have to believe <laughs> oh my god 
<laughs> I knew you're going to love that, but it's true. I just finished a book called Unleash Your Creativity, mm-hmm. and I am fired up. I am fired up. I am jacked up. Everybody get out of my way. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to rock and roll. It called me out on a lot of my nonsense. And what would that nonsense be? Um, getting out of my own way. Um, there, the line that got me the most, we all, we all do something when we want to achieve what we have a goal to do. Like for me, it's, I, I set three majors besides my fitness was this podcast, my YouTube channel and uh, my novel to get it edited and out by this coming November. So those are some lofty things, okay? These are things that are going to take focus. What happens in my day is someone will, a friend, whatever, will call and say or text me and say, do you have time? Do you have time right now? Something happened. But that's continuously because life right now sucks for most people. So I, I always want to be there for people. But if you allow it every single day, if you've got six people, and every day, six of your friends are coming to you thinking they're the only ones that did. I have spent 16 weeks last year of my time on the phone with people. 16 weeks of 40-hour days. I added it up. I counted it last year because I was like, what is taking my time? I started logging everything, and I mean everything. And that's what happened. 16 weeks. Do you know what I could do in 16 weeks? <laughs> so... If I stop and say, I can't right now, let's schedule a time, then I can do what I need to do, make sure it gets done, and then you can open up your time and be right there with that person, right? My problem was I'm letting, I need to be needed, I think was the line, the addiction to being needed. Mm. Because it makes you feel like I have people who love me, who trust me, and who respect what I say. And they need, they'd like, you know, I want to be the person they bounce their ideas off of, and I want to be valuable to the people in my life. But when you're doing that constantly and not drawing a line of, okay, but no, this has to be my time now to do my editing. This has to be my workout time. Mm. And if I, if I allow anything to sneak in, two hours goes by, I didn't do my exercise, I didn't edit anything, then by the time I go to bed and do all my chores and take care of Mike's lunch and da-da-da-da-da, I didn't do it again. Yeah. And that had to stop. So the book really helped me figure out where my problem was. And it's always our, we, we always do it to ourselves. We're sabotaging ourselves. But it's like, how are you sabotaging yourself? And for me, it was the need to be needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I, stop it. <laughs> say no. Or say, let's schedule. I think um, that's something I'm also struggling with in like a, a different way where I guess mine's not being bombarded by people, but I'm just like not very careful with setting boundaries of my time um, in like other aspects of my life. And so I end up like staying up really, really late and waking up really, really early um, and not getting enough sleep. Um, so I can try to fit in all the things that I want to fit in in one day. Right. But it's like such a vicious cycle because it's like you just need to say like, no, this can wait until the next day or whatever and make sure you're getting enough sleep and make sure you know you're exercising and eating um and be proud of me fossil i have slept for like eight and a half hours wow the past three nights 
Oh my gosh. I am super proud of you. Mm-hmm. I knew you would be super proud of you. That's, <laughs> that's 24 more hours than you've gotten in seven years. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. But new year, new, new me. Year. I'm sleeping. I'm feel. I don't care what the Pluto's doing to me and Mars and the retrograde. I'm fuck that. I'm I I'm going. I got my gloves on. Pat, 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 pat. Let's go. Let's go. Bring it. I'm ready. So I am proud of you for doing that with your sleep. And to be honest, I want everybody and with the show, I am putting myself out here now so everybody can name it and shame it for me and with me. I want to hopefully Anybody who's watching video is going to watch me shrink like a hemorrhoid, let's hope. Okay? I really am. Because, uh, okay, I have the worst time wanting to exercise. I hate it because sweating. So to me, that means now if you get up and you get clothes on, now you have to go take a shower, get dressed, do, well, I don't usually do makeup unless we're recording, but there's like more to do. Now there's more laundry and there's more washing and there's more, more, more. So I have to tell myself, I don't hate it. I get to do it that I am, you know, I'm, I'm forcing myself to. And instead of telling myself, you know, I'm going to start this program and do it every single day. I, this one video series that I found, there's a group of it. That's 14 days. I'm like, Bitch, I should be able to do 14 days. So now I'm halfway through. I'm halfway there, kitten on a chair, right? Seven out of 14 days, I've made it. And I am freaking proud of that. (laughs) So, I mean, have I lost weight? I'm not getting on that scale for one month because it's going to hurt too much if I get off. It's like 36 ounces. Like, no, 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 no. I want to see some, I want to see some numbers move. So I'm going to give it a month, but that's where I am. And I'm, I am proud of that because that was not fun to start to admit, you know, something's got to give, you know, I think for me every year, I always put this like unrealistic fitness goal on myself. And I realized this year, like, that's just like really not worth it. Um, where there are like so much other more important things that I should be focusing on, like getting enough sleep and um you know learning mandarin and things like that so although exercising is on my to-do list and i do hope to do it you know five to six days a week like i'm not gonna set an unrealistic goal of myself to be like oh you gotta be a freaking wwe superstar this year (laughs) in the gym because i just think think it's a that's exactly why I'm doing the 14 days yeah. just to prove to myself that I can do it. So I can't have any more excuses. Yeah. But do you guys do this thing where if you tell yourself you're going to start something and then you have to miss one day, some bump little happens. You're like, Oh pff, God, I just, Oh, I ruined the whole thing. Oh, never mind. I, never mind. I'm just not going to do it. Uh, usually it happens in a diet. You, you know, you, you, break down and eat that bag of chips and you're like shit oh never mind I'll start next year it's like no 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 just I had a bad moment I had a bad day I will start now now I will start I will start again now instead of doing next Monday next week next year no now (laughs) do over now (laughs) that's what I'm doing 
Do it for now. Then now. Now? Then? No? Now. I have something not off topic, but kind of off topic. <laughs> um, there was this thing going around where Equinox, which if you don't know what Equinox is, it's like this really, really expensive gym. Um, that's like kind of, it's more of like a weird socialite type of space rather than like a gym. However, they are a gym. And um, basically what they did is they wouldn't allow anyone to sign up on New Year's Day for the gym because they want to keep the clientele solely like higher profile, higher class people instead of, and they thought by doing that it would weed out the um, New Year's resolutioners that would quit in like a week. And people got really, really mad at that. Some people were like, oh, that's dope because, you know, you're right. Uh, why they can wait until January 2nd if, like, they really, really want to do it. I kind of respect that. I kind of respect it. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? I'm going to put a speed bump in your way. Do you still want it? That's, in a way, I kind of respect it. But then other people were really, really upset because they were like, okay, well, why are you basically limiting who can join your gym? Because they can. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> what was that about money? <laughs> we didn't say money doesn't make you a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oy. Yeah, people well, were, like, really mad about it. It was weird. I was like, okay, I, I mean, just, like, go to another gym or, you know, wait Right, exactly. Give your, give your hard-earned money to somebody who wants you. And th- you know what that is? It's the feeling of being rejected. You're not good enough to be here. That's what they did. I mean, the people who are getting upset are upset because you just told me I'm not good enough to be in your world. Yeah, I think, I think that's why people were really, really upset is it, it's because – Equinox kind of classifies themselves as like not a starter gym, you know, Mm -hmm. and so they don't really want people who are like just starting their fitness journey. They -hmm. want people who are very dedicated and Mm -hmm. also rich and also, (laughs) you know, target marketing. Yeah, it's basically like a socializing hour while you get yoked. Um, (laughs) So I don't know. People were like really mad about it, but I was also like. There's so if there's an Equinox in your area, there's probably another high class gym that you could mm-hmm. probably go to. Fuck that noise. Give your money to somebody who wants it. Or like a boutique, you know, gym that's like equally if not better. So there's a weird little thing on TikTok I kept on seeing. Or put your money aside every month that you were going to spend on the gym and come March, if you decided that you actually still want to do that, talk about what where you want to put your money regret spending you had to save up for it put your money aside march 1st do you still want to do that then you'll know then you have the money and the money's in there to do it you're ahead of the game on the monthly payments all right so i want to bring up something emily you can help me with and um this is a pet peeve i have with some of my friends so if my friends are listening i'm going to be gentle and i love you but i need you to bear with me because this is pissing me off it's pissing me off All right. If you're calling me and talking about something over and over again, and I understand you're struggling with something, and then I find out through a topic or conversation with you that you've pulled all of your other friends, why are you wasting my time? (laughs) Do you understand what I'm saying? 
You're you're now you just oh, months and months of going over this topic and going over this topic, and then you're polling everyone. This is every age range. Let me say, every age range, at some point does this. And why? Why are you doing that? Do you not trust our conversation? Did you not trust yourself after the conversation? And why do you still need to ask everyone else what you should do? Why are you not making your decision? Months of conversation, months of discussion. I think it depends Um, because I don't see a problem with wanting multiple perspectives, but I know since you are a coach, you try to work people through all of the um, perspectives. True, I do. I try. But also you open yourself up to allowing people to use you as a coach. I mean, I don't know how else to say that. Okay. Let, maybe we need to go back to what a coach is. Yeah. <laughs> a coach is to help the other person be a, you know, be a sounding board for the other person to walk through their options, their thoughts, their feelings, to organize them to make their own decision. Mm-hmm. It is my responsibility to help you see all of the perspectives, all of the angles, so you don't feel stuck, so you don't feel like you are making a rash decision, you're making a choice that isn't necessarily right for you. You may or may not make the right choice, and it is also then my job to make you understand and believe that it's okay to make a mistake, that that's, everything is fixable until you die. It is always fixable. Mm-hmm. So I do, it's not that I don't expect all of my friends or clients not to ask someone else that they trust. But if I get the feeling that in months and months go by and you're not still trusting yourself, at what point is it not working anymore? Yeah, I think for you, where it becomes the problem, like you said, I know I'm kind of just repeating what you said, but if if you're four um, meetings down the line and they're still harping on that one specific problem and there's been no movement, that's where you start to get irritated. Okay, as if, it, if it's a client, but I'm talking about if it's a friend too. And if I have a friend who I have listened for years talk about the same problem and no change has happened, I have literally had to say to my friend, we're not talking about this anymore. This yeah. is all, this this I love you. This conversation now has to be off the table because you have already shown me you've chosen not to do anything about it. I've actually said that to people my age. It's like I do. I love you. I adore you. I want to keep you in my life. You're one of my closest friends, but I cannot have this topic with you anymore. I don't want to discuss it. I think that's a really common feeling though. Like I feel like even in friend groups people feel that way where let's say you know, two girls are are talking about a guy and she's like, you know, one of the girls is like dating this like toxic guy. And then the other friend is going to be like, I don't want to fucking hear about him anymore. I've told you to leave him like 18 times. But you can't tell someone, but as a coach, as a coach and as a friend, I can't tell the other person what to do. You can't only say what I know. I would, I would tell you what I would do and why. Yeah. But I can't, I can't expect you to do the same thing. You need to choose that. Yeah. Well, maybe that's where it gets uh, clouded is because, you know, if someone asks me, I'm probably telling them what I would do if I were them. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I normally don't be. I, I normally don't take the stance like, well, you know, what would you do, and like work them through it. I'm normally like, okay, you've given me all the information. This is what I would do. You know, <laughs> so it's like maybe that's the problem if they're doing that with other people because like I'm not trained in coaching. You're and not then, supposed to ever tell someone else what to do. But you I don't tell them what to do. I say, them. this is what I would do, which essentially is saying, like, this is probably what I would do if I were you, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Did you ever have a friend come back and say, well, you told me to? Um, <laughs> they've, like, kind of tried, but they know I don't really accept that shit. So. Right. It's still your choice. Yeah. I'm like, well, why did you do it then? responsibility on yourself, people. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. My pet peeve is like when. But when what I'm that? saying is if if they're asking all their friends, let's say they ask like four people and those four people gave them one or two answers like, oh, well, I would do this and I would do this. Well, now they're split in that decision. So no, now right, a confusion. You just get more confused. Right. And especially because like. This is where I come into the problem with it, like, because I have one friend that, like, comes to me a lot and asks me questions, but I am the most assertive and blunt person out of the friend group. I feel like I am. And so I'm like, I would walk in there and I would tell them, you know, and then they have the (laughs) other friend that was like, (laughs) but then they have the other friend that's like, oh, like, I would ignore it. Like, I would act like, and now they're really conflicted because they have two opposite perspectives. And it's like, well, you got to do whatever's best for your personality. Like, mm-hmm. if you're not assertive like me, then that option's right. not going to work for you. Right. That's so, absolutely true. You know, I kind of get why it happens. Does it make it annoying? Yes. <laughs> but I can see how that would happen very easily in your world. You start to ask the question, at what point do you stop having the conversation? Well, is it possible to make them come up with the answer before you get off the phone with them? Like, what are you going to do? Oh, that's, you can try that. Yeah. You can try. Say, what's your deadline? Yeah, because then it's, otherwise, then it's just a venting session. They just needed to get something off their chest as, as opposed to actually changing their life. And that's what I don't wish to be is a, is a dumping post. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm hoping that everybody in my life wants to do better for themselves, not just accept or stagnate. Are you ever able to get them to come up with a decision before you get off the phone? For who? Friends or clients? Both. Either. Usually clients, yes. Friends, um, not so much. Because they didn't ask me to. They, <laughs> they didn't ask me to, so... They didn't ask you to what? To coach them through. Well, is that not... An assumption, you'd think, but... I don't know, because it's it's one of those things where you kind of got to feel it out. You got... Okay, imagine, you you know, you get... you, You pick up the phone first thing in the morning and you got somebody crying or upset about something... Mm-hmm. And you're feeling it out. It's like, first of all, what's going on? What's happening? Now, if it's a friend, they are usually not asking you, what should I do? I mean, clients are there to say, help me figure this out. They mm-hmm. are literally there focused. That is their reasoning. But when you pick up the phone for a friend, they might just want to cry for five, 10 minutes just so you sit in your company. 
Mm-hmm. And that's where you have to kind of figure that out on your own if you have someone who's not as in touch with their emotional maturity. But do you ever ask them, like, do you want me to help oh. you find a solution or? Yes, I have learned to do that. I have learned to say, are you asking me or do you just want me to be here? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes if, if I offer the options and, and what I see from my perspective, it pisses them off, which then tells me that they just wanted to vent. And that is why I've trying to learn to ask, be more efficient about asking. Do you want an answer or you just, you just vom- verbal vomit? Yeah. Okay, well, before my voice and my <laughs> mucus give out, we are going to wrap it up for this week. So does money buy happiness? That's up to you. That's up to you. It does buy comfort, though, and no one can argue me on that. I, can, um, I will not. You know, I will not be arguing with you. Have y'all ever worn a pair of Gucci sweats? No, I'm joking. That was a joke. I haven't. That was haven't. a joke. I haven't either. They don't come in extra sizes. <laughs> I think they do, actually. <sighs> Anyways, um, does money buy attractiveness? Yeah, it does. No one can argue me about that. Um, but anyways, I uh, hope you guys have a good rest of your week, and we will see you next time. See you next week. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>